Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot of news. It's Monday. You know, actually, it's Tuesday. Damn it. Well, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. We got to talk about Raw. I'm sorry, but it actually was not a terrible show last night. There were things on the show that everybody was expecting me to totally freak out about, like the green slime, which sucked, but I mean... Honest to God, that segment, I'm not saying the segment was good, but that segment with Shane and Braun Strowman in the green slime was like a thousand times better than that Shane McMahon promo that we had to watch on Raw last week. So I ain't going to complain that much. So we'll talk about all of the Raw show. They're, They're doing something weird. They're building up a show for Sunday that they're telling you is a totally lame duck show. They announced it that Drew McIntyre was going to face Sheamus, which we all knew. But then it's like he's going to face Sheamus, but like nothing matters because they already announced Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley for WrestleMania. So it appears the the whole gimmick for Fastlane is they expect you to tune in so that you can see the return of the Fiend. You know, they're not flat out saying the Fiend is going to return, but. They announced Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton in a singles match. And you know that's going to be the return of The Fiend. And if not, I mean, I don't know why. So anyway, we got six matches here. We can talk about that. WrestleMania tickets were scheduled to go on sale yesterday. I don't know if you were paying attention or not, but they didn't. And the on-sale date has been changed. And we don't really know why. I have a theory. I actually have two theories. So we'll talk about that on the show today. And uh, one of those theories actually ties into Dana White announcing that uh, come the end of April, he's running a show in Florida, indoors, full capacity. So it's all back to normal for Dana now. So anyway, we got a lot of stuff to get into. Mike Sipper, Vivi joins us after the break. Stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. If you 
owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Okay. Indeed knows unexpected demand can stretch your business thin. Uh, Leon speaking. Like at Leon's Plumbing. Sorry, quick as we can get there is next Friday. To stay out of hot water, he needs to get started hiring right. Right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D Time for your Small Business Report, presented by Dell Small Business. When you're starting up your new business, resist the urge to accept payment in your personal business account or put business expenses on your personal credit card. Yes, it's easier that way, but the risks outweigh the short-term benefits. At the very least, make sure you open a separate personal account designated for only business transactions. Otherwise, things will get messy and this way you avoid being a prime target for an audit. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So there was a moment a couple of weeks ago where the old Miz cashed in and won the WWE title, and I was like, I'm done. All these years, I just can't take it anymore. I'd rather do anything else than watch this show. I was done. I was. I did not care. I didn't even talk about the shows. I didn't plug anything. I spent a week and a half just talking about nothing but AEW. I just absolutely did not care. But at the end of the day, I'm a wrestling fan. I said, you know what? Find a way to make me care again, and maybe I'll care a little bit. And to their credit, 
I very much enjoyed the SmackDown show. I thought the SmackDown main event angle with, of all things, a contract signing. I thought that was a really good angle. The wrestling in the opener on SmackDown was good. And so you know what? I went into Raw and I wasn't dreading the show as usual this week. Then the show literally opens with Miz coming out. And I know a lot of people go, Oh, Brian's such a mark. He's falling for Miz's heel act. Well, let me tell you something. So there's this thing called heat. And there's this thing called go away heat. Okay. So this was proven to me myself last night. When the show opens, first off, there's like an hour long interview segment with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley and Miz and Morrison and Sheamus. And they're setting up some stuff for later in the show. And then we go to a match, which is Drew McIntyre versus The Miz. Now, if I was a mark and I was falling for Miz's heel shtick, I should have been delighted to see Drew McIntyre beat up Miz for literally 13 minutes. The match went 13 minutes of him beating up The Miz. You know what? I wanted to change the channel. I don't even want to see him get beat up for 13 minutes. I just don't even want to see him on my television. So he gets beat up for 13 minutes, which was... And I love Drew McIntyre, but my God, it's excruciating. I don't need to see this nerd on my TV for 13 minutes. So he beats him up, and he beats him up, and he beats him up, and he beats him up. And I'm just being... It's being hammered into my head. This bro was a geek for a year and a half. They made us suffer through him having the title for a week. And all these nerds on Reddit are like, oh, well, let's see how it plays out. I'm sure that was going to be a great storyline leading to WrestleMania. Yeah, he got the belt for a week. And then the follow-up is they're reminding us that he's the world's biggest geek. So I'm over it. Get him off my TV. Damn it. So anyway, finally, that excruciating 40 minutes of television time ended. 40 minutes for an interview and then Miz getting squashed. Bro, thankfully it got better from there, kind of. So we have a Braun Strowman Shane segment where, remember last week where I was talking about Shane is mumbling his way through the promo and that was absolutely horrible? Well, they acknowledge it at least by having Braun point out that you mumbled and fumbled your way through a promo because you were scared and this leads to a challenge. They're doing a challenge for later on in the show. They're going to do a match. And by the way, the as Eddie could tell you, uh, Braun is in fact a babyface and Shane McMahon is a heel. I don't know why Braun's a babyface all of a sudden, but they needed something, I guess. So we had Mandy and Dana versus Lana and Naomi, which was, uh, God bless them, uh, much like the women's match that they had on AEW last Wednesday, this was also a horror, totally different ways. Actually, it was a similar way. The matches weren't good. And then Asuka makes her big return, and she starts feuding with Shayna, which leads to... Remember when Dana and and uh, Mandy got beaten like 85 times to the point that we couldn't care? Oh, now they've decided, oh, they should start winning! So Mandy pins Lana with a flipping net... Oh, I can't wait to see this feud continue. Then we finally had a really good match. It was Hurt Business, New Day for the tag titles. I thought the match was great. These teams are really good. We had a, we had a clean finish, and title change on Raw. I could not be more delighted. Now, if you want to argue that they shouldn't have beat the Hurt Business, I mean, knock yourselves out. I don't think so either. I don't know why New Day needed an 11th championship reign. But they did, and this leads to, of all things, AJ and Omos will be challenging the New Day for the tag titles at Mania. 
They're setting up all these matches for a show in April, even though there's a show on Sunday that like I couldn't possibly care less about. And they didn't make me care about it on this show. Priest and Bad Bunny have a meeting. They blow off Miz and Morrison. Uh, they're going to be having a match at WrestleMania. And uh, then Truth shows up. And no joke, he trades... He trades the 24-7 legitimate, legitimate championship with a WWE uh, shop replica of the Smoking Skull belt from 20 years ago, 25 years ago. That's a fair trade. That's what the 24-7 title is worth, a WWE replica belt. But, I mean, to be fair, I didn't hate this because, I mean, the 24-7 title is useless anyway. And Bad Bunny's excuse was, well, you know, I have a lot of respect for the business and I don't deserve He was playing David Arquette. I don't deserve this. I'm going to give it back. And Truth is all happy to take it back, and so that's what they did. Damian Priest pins Jackson Riker. I liked it. I don't need to see Damian Priest, who's supposedly getting a push, having to go 50-50 with some dork. So he beat this guy quick. That was good. And then uh, they're setting up uh, the match at Mania. Uh, Miz hits Bad Bunny with a guitar shot, which like was so important, the first bump that Bad Bunny ever takes, that they missed it. And it shows a replay. And then... They're so they're so into getting the Bad Bunny on TV that, like, he gets beat up, and they have no follow-up the rest of the show. Not my show. 51-year-old Shane McMahon, in a fair fight, beats up and humiliates and lays out Braun Strowman, a 330-pound monster, and then he pours green goo all over him. I'll get to that green goo later. Then that leads immediately to Alexa Bliss on her swing set, cutting a promo on Randy, where she never actually challenges him to a one-on-one match. She just has some gobbledygook that she says, like, you'll have to stop me on Sunday. And then, like, 15 minutes later, they announce, it's a singles match. Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss in a singles match at Fastlane. So get your tickets now. Asuka beats Shayna because we have to keep beating the tag team champions leading to none of these people beating them actually getting matches. I like that Asuka got a revenge. Asuka was great. Asuka was angry. Asuka was mad. Asuka was furious about what happened. She tried to get her revenge, so I like that aspect of it. But, man, how many times? And, by the way, no Reginald. Nowhere to be seen here today. So we had Riddle versus Ali. Like, Riddle's a total geek, but, like, he's a good wrestler. So they had a good three-minute match. Ali's killing himself. It never means anything for this poor guy. And uh, Riddle wins, and then Ali's mad at Retribution again. So this is like the the latest storyline that never ends. And then we had the main event, which was Sheamus and Lashley. How could I possibly complain about Sheamus versus Lashley? Two big hosses that pummeled each other, to my delight, and to Drew McIntyre's delight at ringside. And they beat each other, and they pound on each other. And uh, my only my only negative is, once again, uh, Fastlane is an afterthought. They they beat Sheamus, who's having an, uh, a lame duck match with Drew at Fastlane, leading to a match they've already announced, which is Drew and Lashley at WrestleMania. So, I mean, first ever show that you can get on Peacock. I mean, I can't imagine it lighting Peacock's world on fire, the viewership of this one. But they have built up Fastlane. Any quick thoughts, Mike? And then we can go into great detail in the next couple of segments. Well, you know, there's a lot you, you said right there that we were going to have to get into. But when it comes to Fastlane, it almost feels like it's like 
We don't know if this show is going to be a success on Peacock or not, so let's just kind of forget about that, push that on the back burner. Many of you will try to sign up and not know what you're doing and not end up seeing the show. That's the feeling they gave me about it, where it's like, okay, we're having a show because we've announced it. We hope everything goes well with it, but WrestleMania is the path that we're on. That's what it felt like, at least. So what's a day? I've got this Peacock app right here. Is it the 18th that you can start signing up for the WWE Network? Like, is there a logical reason why we can't start signing up now to make sure that everything goes okay between now and Sunday? Like, do we have to wait till the last minute? What day is it? Who knows? March 18th? Looks like March 18th. I just know it's two fifty a month for the first four months if you yeah, sign can up. Yeah, you imagine? Or it's four like four months at nine ninety nine. I thought, yeah, four months for nine ninety nine. Oh, they'll get their money's worth here. Hey, back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you'd like to contact us here today, I'm going to tell you how to do it. Text us for now. We'll see if I take phone calls later. 425-780-7566 is the phone number, 425-780-7566. I got a lot of emails and texts, so maybe we'll do that instead of uh, calls here today. But I don't know if you've heard UFC President Dana White announced on Monday that UFC 261 will be held at the Star Memorial Arena in Jackson, Florida, with no restrictions on attendance. It is, it is not a, that's what I said, Jacksonville, Florida. It is not a... It is not an outdoor show. It is not a limited capacity show. It is an indoor show where they're going to sell every seat. April 24th, by the way. Now, shortly after this was announced, and by the way, if you think that this is appalling, that he's running an indoor full full seating show in Florida on April 24th, just go to my timeline and read the comments when I posted that news. You will be disturbed. But anyway, so uh, then WWE, suddenly, there was supposed to be a commercial last night for WrestleMania tickets going on sale because they were supposed to go on sale today. Are you aware of that? WrestleMania tickets were supposed to go on sale today. And yesterday, they pulled the on-sale date. You know when WrestleMania tickets usually go on sale? It's like in the fall of the previous year. Now, granted, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and it was just rather recently decided they were going to run two days and et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, unless they're planning to pull solely from Florida, then people got to make some plans. They got to buy some plane tickets. They got to get some hotels. They got to get ready to travel. Still nothing from WWE about WrestleMania tickets. The show, I believe, is three weeks away, and the original idea was to try to put 30,000 fans in both nights. And then WWE got the idea last week they're going to try to put in 45,000 fans each night. Which, by the way, if you don't count, I mean, presumably, like, a lot of people will buy tickets for both nights. But otherwise, you're looking at 90,000 tickets have got to be... You have to sell 90,000 tickets. So, I want to put those damn tickets on sale soon. Why would they pull the on-sale date? I have two theories, okay? My main theory... Because I always look for a theory that involves incompetence, okay? My main theory is that Vince woke up on Sunday, and he was like, we got, we're selling tickets for two days. We haven't announced what the main event is each, for each day. What if people wait to find out what's on each day before they buy their tickets? What if we put tickets on sale, and it doesn't immediately sell out, because people are waiting to find out, well, who's on what card? What if you want to see 
this Bobby Lashley-Drew McIntyre match, but you can only afford one night. Well, what ticket do you buy today? No one knows because they haven't announced the top matches for each night of WrestleMania. It doesn't matter most years because you buy a ticket and you're going to get the full card, whatever it is. Or last year they had two nights, but they didn't sell tickets. Well, now they're selling tickets for two nights. And so I think at the very last second, this numbskull figured out, God damn, we better have a card for both days before we put tickets on sale. My only other theory, because it is timing-wise, is they wanted to put in 30000 Then they started pushing for 75% capacity. Then they found out on Monday that Dana gets to run a show indoors with full capacity. And Vince went, ah, I need to be able to run the whole building. And so maybe that's what's being changed. Maybe they're going to switch it to a one-night WrestleMania and pack the entire building. We don't know because nothing has been announced. But something has changed. And in the next week, we're going to find out why they took tickets off the market the day before they were supposed to go on sale. Any theories? Yeah. Uh, it feels as though it may be a lobbying effort that is getting together with not only WWE, but maybe with others to try to secure uh, 75% or 90% or 100% or whatever they can get out of the state of Florida and then the municipality of I don't know Tampa County. I have no idea how it works out in Tampa Bay, but whatever they can get, that's I think what they're waiting for. And I think the announcement of the UFC news probably I don't know if it plays into that or they've been playing the wait and see game, but it doesn't seem like they have been. I mean, they they put a, a date on sale and they looked like they were going with two nights no matter what. So something obviously has changed with that, and I just think it, it may just be as simple as. We don't know what Florida's going to do, but whatever it is, we want to make sure we can maximize it. And no matter what they say anyway, they're going to figure out a way to say that, and it won't be hard this year, they had more people in Raymond James Stadium than the NFL did for the Super Bowl. Now, the reason that I lean towards incompetence here, more so than filling up the building, is because if they would have put tickets on sale today and they would have put, let's say, 30,000 tickets on sale for both nights, which, by the way, when I first talked about this last week, like this was the plan. We're going to put 30,000 tickets on sale. If they sell out quick, we're going to try to get permission to put another 15,000 each day on sale. So they could have still put 30,000 tickets on sale today, sold them out immediately, and then if they can talk them into getting the whole building, you put another 30,000 tickets on sale next week. Like you can still do that. There's no reason to pull tickets well, if your on. main uh, if your main concern is we want to put more people in. I understand that, but the only thing I will say to that is even though it, on the surface you would go, well, it's easy to go ahead and add seats. I mean, is there still any distancing that you would have to set up? You, you, you would have to move things around, and are you able to do that, or do you want to do that on the fly? That would be the only thing that I would say, okay, maybe that's that would be the, the anti to your argument there as far as, okay, we'll just open up the doors and everybody can sit where they want, where it's like, well, we still got to figure out, are these $250 seats or whatever it is that they're they're trying to sell? I think it just may be an issue of that. Logistics. Well, it could be that. But, I mean, if you go from a limited seating to unlimited seating, then it's not an issue because you just sell all the tickets, all the extra tickets. Whatever is available, you sell. Yeah, but are they going to get full unlimited or is it going to be some I don't sort know of what they're gonna BS do. of 80% or something so that Florida Bro, can actually say, we'll see, we're doing something? All I know is they wanted 75%. And then literally the day that Dana announced he was doing a full 
Every single solitary seat in the building will be sold. That's the day they pulled tickets. That makes me think Vince was like, there's no way this guy's coming back first. Surprised everybody just I'm surprised Dana didn't do Texas because isn't it a hundred percent? He tried. You want? He tried oh, and he they said no. To? Oh, well, just but he found a place. Texas Rangers. He found a place where they it? said yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you just keep. Sh- it's like the old days. In the old days, in the old days, the wrestler would do what was called doctor shopping. Now, in the new days, the wrestlers just do whatever the promoter says, and he goes, he goes building shopping. So that's what's going on here, everybody. Like the, the new play game of the Native American reservation is now the state itself. <laughs> Instead of having to run to somewhere that didn't have to deal with the state, you know, you just run to the state that gives you what you want. They got it. All right, so a lot of people talking about AW Elevation last night, which I watched the opening match. Danny Limelight and the Jungle Boy and the main event with Riho and Maki Ito. And I thought they were both good matches. The opener was a superior match. I don't want to make people mad, but let's be honest here. And for this, has Brian apologized to Maki Ito yet? Yes, I apologized to Maki Ito. She was carried by a good worker. Her punches are still horrific, but the match was good. What do you want me to say? So Paul White is the real talking point here because Paul White did commentary. And everybody wondered, well... How's Paul White going to be on commentary? And the answer is, he was really good. I thought he did a great job. He wasn't nervous. He didn't talk too much. He said what he needed to say when the other guy was done talking, because Tony's the expert here. Everything that he said was like something that he he could relate to as a rep. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of everybody who tries commentary in every promotion on the planet except WWE. They start, and they just keep getting better. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's going to continue to improve. There was actually one exception, which was Matt Stryker. But here's my theory about Stryker. So the people in WWE start out okay, and then they get progressively worse. Because there's like some crazy guy yelling in their ear and telling them that they suck and what they need to do better, and they just become awful robots. But the problem with Stryker, when he was like in Lucha Underground, I think Stryker started listening to criticism on the internet. And so he had to change everything that he did because he was worried about social media cred. And what happened was he just kept getting worse. That's what I think happened with him. Everybody else. You know who's really good? Is Kozlov on New Japan Strong. You ever listen to Alex Kozlov? When Alex Kozlov started, he wasn't bad, but like he wasn't any good. He was just there. And it was like three weeks of doing it where I suddenly was like, this guy's getting good. And it's been three weeks. Now, him and Kevin Kelly are great. So I was very impressed. Big Show, I thought, was better on day one than Kozlov was on day one. And he's a funny guy, and I think he's going to end up being, like, a fantastic commentator within a very, very short period of time. Well, it helps to have a great dance partner, too, you know, when you're stepping in there. Uh, Caprice Coleman was not a natural. I mean, he was a natural talker, but he was not a comfortable color guy. And him being along with Ian has gotten just better and better. They're the most underrated duo in, in all of announcing, and Kevin Kelly is criminally underrated too, as far as 
you know, most fans go. And he does a hell of a job no matter who he's with, whether it's Gambino or Rocky or anybody. He does a does fantastic work. Back in a moment, no calls. Observer Live. Sometimes love. It's time for some straight talk. Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-367-6289. 800-367-6289. 800-367-6289. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. If I see Butt Cheese the Cutest one more time... Shut butt down this Twitch chat. Oh, but she's the cutest. Oh, but she's cute. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's a lot of women in wrestling who are cute. Wow. It's like, you know, you, D- Brian, you can't say anything bad about Maki Ito, but man, that raw women's tag sucked. Brother, come on. That's being a madman when you say something like that, okay? 
Yes, she was carried to a good match. She has things that she does very well. Her, She has some spots she does that look good. She's very charismatic. She knows when to do things when she's in with a great worker. But, like, in no universe are her punches any good. None. There is no universe in a infinite number of universes where her punches are any good. And there's also no universe where she's not green. But she will get better, and that's fine. What is the problem here? Can you ever imagine a time where you are simping for Makiito? When she gets really good. Oh, man, all these terrible things I say about Asuka or Kyrie Sane. I mean, come on, get out of here. And by the way, Kyrie Sane is cuter than Makiito, so come at me. Damn. Best commentary duo in AEW is Excalibur and Taz. But Paul White and Tony Schiavone were so good together that they gave those two a run for their money. Paul White signing with the company for this role. Look at the chat going crazy. <laughs> I know. It's just I, I just pulled the string. It's a, it's a different demo here. Just pull it's... the string. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I, I don't understand oh, look why. At look at you guys. <laughs> I understand that. I don't understand why there would, would have been a lot of concern. Marionette. For... Marionette strings. <laughs> Uh, why there was that much concern for Paul White from some quarters as far as how he'd do on commentary. Obviously, not everybody is cut out for it. It sounds easy on the surface, even for people who are great talkers. But, you know, I, with all of the acting he's done, with all of the time that he spent in WCW and WWE, and, you know, has got a familiarity with Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross, I'm just, I'm really surprised that people were... Maybe they were just hoping for the worst out of him, but I thought of, of a lot of players that that stepped into the role. Uh, Paul White is at the you know I got higher expectations for him than a lot of others. They're going nuts, still aren't they? <laughs> you know what you call these these folks instead of Twitch homies? What's that? The Twitch fiddles. The... <laughs> Let's see what we got here. I much Very enjoyed Paul White on AEW Elevation's debut show. He knew about the wrestlers, their history, called their finishing moves right, and most importantly, was not faking it. He seemed to have his heart in it and didn't scream those stupid one-liners like Michael Cole. I'm not going to do comparisons between Paul White and the guys in WWE. Number one, it's not fair. And number two, like, I don't oh. want anyone defending these WWE... You know what's funny is I actually never hear anyone defending the WWE. Even these crazy WWE fans that, like, everything in WWE is great and everything outside, they still never praise the commentary. What does that tell you? Let's be fair here, though, too. Excalibur loves yelling out the names of a move. Like, he makes one move yell out one sentence. It's just like, you know, whatever. Don't play Kanhio! And then Tony, ha, that was great, or whatever it is. You know, he's just Yeah, but now it's the other way around. So, like, now Tony's like, Kakeshi! And his big show's like, uh, yeah, uh, fell on it with her head. Nobody is happier to be where they're at than Tony Schiavone, who seems to just, whatever he sees is the most magnificent, gleeful thing in the world. And the crazy part is, too, when you go back, because I do that sort of thing, when you go back and listen to Tony early on in his career, that's exactly, in a lot of ways, what he was like. The enthusiasm, it's its overwhelmed by the fact Actually, that he's standing next to David You know David what he is Crockett, right now? You know what Tony is now? He's David Crockett. Well, that's... <laughs> who I thought was great, by the way. That's not a... I'm not burying Tony here. I know you would say that as a burial, but I love David Crockett. David had a lot of enthusiasm. He sure he did. Had, you know what he, he was had... like? He was like Maki Ito. He had a lot of charisma, <laughs> but he wasn't great at his job. 
Bob Cottle and Tony Schiavone right there was tough. <laughs> They're still going nuts. It's crazy. They got a poll. What's this poll here? Uh, who is cuter? Oh, get out of here. You idiots. I don't know. I got to. I got. By the way, I got a question. Hey, Terry Twitch Sanders. homies, let's make up. I want to ask you guys a question. Why did Shane McMahon pour green goo on Braun Strowman? It was a jolly know. green giant joke. Damn it, Brian, you ruined the joke. Right there. You had the joke right there. You asked what the is question. It? I say I don't know. And the bucket of slime comes down as if it was, you know, Nickelodeon, as if this was you can't do that on television. The famed Canadian television showcase for kids. They gave us Alanis Morissette and a lady named Moose. And it, and that's the, the why. Look, with as much as they go back to as far as historical references and they, they bring up Fast Times at Ridgemont High for, for Riddle and all these things that they go back to, the Bro Derek, which was a one you know, one out of the 70s. Yeah, Bro Derek. No references, no references to you can't do that on television. I'm shamed by this. I really am. Now, to be fair, the Bro Derek was around before WWE, but I do have to say that. Literally, was, it was still the WWF at that time when Bro Derek was Bo Derek was something. I was talking about the slime, and I mentioned last night that the slime had been around since I was in high school, which was a long time ago. And old Ed had to go all crazy. You tell that idiot Brian has been around since nineteen seventy. So now Dude, I'm Summer Sanders was on Nickelodeon so, when we were in high so school. So you're telling me that I'm the idiot because they actually used something that was around 40 years ago instead of 25 years ago? I you know how long 40 years ago is, Mike? Shows your pop culturism right there. This would be I like, like family double dare. This would be like when when the Rock and Wrestling connection and Hulk Hogan was getting hot in 1984 and this thing's on fire that. and Vince goes, oh, "I got to think of some prank from uh, uh, World War II. That's 40 years ago." Let's dress Piper up as a frog man. He can attack the Hulkster. That's what we're talking about here. 40 years ago. Well, Baron Von Raschke was still goose-stepping around that time, so. That is true. Fast lane, this person says, is a peacock litmus test. Completely agree with you, Brian. WWE announcing an already starting to build up several matches for Mania completely renders a fast lane pay-per-view meaningless. Drew versus Sheamus, foregone conclusion, Shane versus Braun, we all know it's a filler before their actual match where Shane will do something crazy. So listen, it feels to me like this fast lane is being sold completely on the the main event angle on SmackDown with Roman, Brian, Edge, and uh, Jey Uso, and also the return of The Fiend. That's what I think this is all about here. And obviously... Yeah. They're going to have The Fiend return. They're probably going to set up some match on Raw that gets you, quote, excited. Listen, I'm not reporting this as news, okay? Do you hear me? I'm not reporting this as news. But I do know that there are people who think that WWE is going to blow up the ring at WrestleMania to put one over on AEW. There's going to be something with The Fiend and Orton, and it's going to end with this gigantic explosion. And... Listen, that's great and all, and if you do it, I hope it works. But let's all remember that you should not do angles with animals or bombs, right? I think we've learned this before, okay? There's just, I know that WWE thinks that because they're WWE, like, nothing ever goes wrong. But listen, there's exactly the same chance of their ring not blowing up 
Is AEW's ring not blowing up? Not a chance, Brian. No, hey, or did you forget the day that the Undertaker was lit on fire by his pyro? When's the last time someone in AEW was lit on fire? I know exactly what you're saying, but listen. A dud to me. is a dud. But here's the thing: we'll never know because they will do that as the cinematic portion of the proceedings. They will do no. something. They will do something where at least to the home viewer it won't turn out that way. I guarantee there's no if they make that mistake. I'll bet I mean, you what what do you say? I'll make at you that point about a monetary bet, Mike, okay? How would I do this? I don't want to make you really pay me a lot of money. <laughs> I'll do this, okay? Listen. I'm not joking. Wait, I will give I will give you five hundred dollars mm-hmm. if they announce that there's going to be some sort of explosion and it ends up being a cinematic explosion, okay? I guarantee that if they decide they're going to blow up the ring, they're going to try to do it live in front of all the people to prove that they can do it right. $500 I'll give you if it ends up being cinematic. And you don't have to give me nothing. I'll, I'll take it, but all I right. think it's going to be but I think it's going to be a hybrid. I, I think they're going to cover their bases I, I, because you can't make that mistake if you do make that mistake. I mean, how do you, you can't not make fun of WWE enough. Uh, you cannot make fun of Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn. I mean, I want to make fun of Kevin Dunn enough for the whole deal with there's a happy medium on thigh slaps. And you and Dave drove me nuts last night with this. And why I, I understand what you're saying with the thigh slaps, but. As a fan watching, as a viewer at home, when the thigh slap always connects and the move never does, and that's where it's frustrating for me. That's where I get bothered with thigh slaps. But, but, when you're WWE and you outlaw thigh slaps, but you don't outlaw the producer from switching shots where your oh, top star that's another argument misses two, misses Two Claymore kicks, his big move. The the first one was worse. At least the second one, I guess, he slapped his leg, as you and Dave said last night, which made it better. But still, the bottom line is they miss so much, and they miss so much impact where it's hard to really blame the guy because, you know, Bob Cook, Bobby Eaton, whoever was a great punch thrower back in the day who can make a great popping sound, you know, with great timing and everything, even they would have trouble in this day and age because they – expose all the secrets by trying not to expose all of these secrets well i do want to say one thing and that is that i've had people criticize me before and say brian's prone to hyperbole no well you know what i would rather say that they did a million camera cuts during a segment than actually sit down like some of you and and legitimately count them i get emails every day there was 96 cuts in that 35 second brawl Dude, that's too many cuts. Can you stop that? You know how hard it is to watch that show when there's... And I don't even know how Dave doesn't even notice it. He's always like, I don't notice all the cuts. It's <laughs> like, how? At this point. How could you not notice this? <laughs> I was going to say, it's the Abdullah the Butcher forehead of, of video editing. How, how can you miss this? But he's in another world sometimes, I think, when he watches I have no show. idea he's how you He's certainly at this. another level than I am with what he sees out of some of this sometimes. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, look at this. And this is, this is I, I believe, this is from a, uh, anyway. Kyrie Sane is way more acute than Ito, this person says. Well, I got to be honest. I, 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 I don't want to, I, I just, I think she's cuter. But somebody had actually brought up Summer Sanders. Let me tell you something. If you're a person oh, from a certain generation, don't be bad talking Summer Sanders.
or Vanessa Williams. This person here says, instead of doing a full-on review of SmackDown from a year ago, you should go over the front page recap from a year ago before reviewing the last SmackDown. Well, you know, I, I have done that before, and sometimes I'm, uh, sometimes I agree, and sometimes I, I disagree. This person says, I love Drew and all. I feel bad he never got his run in front of fans, but Lashley is way too awesome right now to drop that belt. He has to at least get a win over Brock before dropping it. Well, you could do that. I mean, Lashley could beat Drew at Mania. When Brock Lesnar interferes. But the problem is, you can do that, but I don't know. I guess you could have Lashley beat... Yeah, Lashley could beat Brock, and then Drew goes and beats Lashley. I'm to- Listen, I'm totally fine yeah. with that. Because here's the thing. Brock. Here's the thing. So, Drew did not get his big WrestleMania moment in front of fans, okay? Because there was a global pandemic, all right? The last global pandemic was 100 years ago. So I think we can safely give him a WrestleMania moment, but he doesn't have to win now. He can win in front of a huge crowd at SummerSlam or next year's WrestleMania. I don't think we're going to be shut down for a year again for at least a little while. Back in a moment, Super Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Holy smokes, we're back. You all right? Yeah. You've been on the whole time. I've been, I've been talking to these Twitch homies. Trying to learn them? No, some of them. Many of them are very intelligent listeners. Most of them. Mm-hmm. But there's a few that, like, no matter what you do, there's just no hope. And Slapjack, this person says, or in Mania, Slapjack, mm-hmm. turn on Ali, rename Retribution Slapgun. He's their breakout star. But what about T-Bar? Well, T-Bar can be there. He, he hit Ali with a crowbar. And actually with Devin Storm, not a crowbar. Actually get Devin Storm out from one of Bray Wyatt's, The Fiend's, Funhouse, you know, uh, psychosis things and, and have him uh, beat him with crowbar. That's what I want. <laughs> Are you all right over there? No. Golly, no, Jiminy Christmas. I'm not. Paul White was good, this person says. I hope he becomes as beloved as Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> what? How is it? Gorilla Monsoon? Hey, listen, I got to say one thing before we go. We don't have time. This is Heenan. We, we got a uh, Tony. So we don't have to. We don't have time to really discuss this, but we'll discuss it on another day. But I just want to make this very clear, especially for those of you that think that I just automatically hate anything involving WWE or Vince. I will argue to the death that no matter what some people say, one of the best commentators ever was Vince McMahon. Okay? <laughs> I will argue that to the death, and someday I'll tell you why. But it can't why. be today because we're completely out of time. I know why. So I want to thank Mike as always, callers and listeners, most of you blokes over there on Twitch, Mightier 1090 AM, Dom, Darren, Scott, Everybody in the studio, friends, Romans, countrymen, frogmen. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.